The following shiur has been delivered by Rabbi Chaim Naftali, member of the Betavad Dayanut Kolel. For more shiurim or information, please visit theshc.org or call 1-844-200-TSHC. That's 1-844-200-8742. Parashat Hayesara. The beginning of this parasha discusses the passing of Sarai Menu, Avraham Avinu crying for her, and looking for a place to bury, to bury Sarah. There was a back and forth, a discussion between him and Benechet, eventually comes, here comes Ephron, Ephron Ahiti, and Ephron tells Avraham Avinu, Listen, I'm going to give you this cave that I have on my uh, that's on my plot of land, the Me'ara. I'm going to give that to you for free. Take it. Bury your bury bury your wife. Avraham Avinu didn't want to take it for free, as we know that Avraham Avinu never didn't want to take anything from anything for besides from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. As we saw when Avraham Avinu chased after, uh, went to war against the kings, the king of Sedom, Avraham Avinu returned all the loot to the king of Sedom, and the king of Sedom wanted to give him, uh, pay him. And Avraham Avinu said, don't pay me, you can pay my, my people that came running, you give them food, uh, do not pay me, so that you shouldn't walk around saying that I made Avraham Avinu wealthy. Uh, here also, Avraham Avinu was not willing to take this, and he said, I would like to pay for it. And Ephron said, well, if you were talking money, then we're brothers. Ben Yu Ben Chamai, take 400 silver coins, good coins. And the Torah tells us that Avraham Avinu gave... Coins that are over la socher, that they're accepted everywhere. Coins that are accepted everywhere, which are better coins than obviously things that are not. Uh, being that this is, it's a concept of ch- somebody changing his mind in seemingly a business transaction, I would like to discuss, uh, something that we have in Shulchan Aruch Mishpat. About changing, one changing his mind after coming to terms, uh, in, in, in any sort of, uh, deal. And whether it was just verbal or whether money was put down, etc. We'll speak about the different concepts. And these concepts are known as the concept of Mishapara and Mechusar Amana. Mishapara, we'll discuss it, is a, is a curse. Uh, that the Bet Adin will recite. And Mechusar Amana is somebody that the Chachamim are not happy with. They're not at ease with such a person, that such a person is, uh, he's not trustworthy with his words. So we'll, we'll discuss this and we'll see the different uh, cases. We'll go in the order of the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch, Maran Shulchan Aruch is in Siman Reish Daled. We have a rule in the Gemara, in the Shulchan Aruch, that money, if somebody pays money 
for a land, for karka. The money acquires a karka, and there's no other procedure that needs to be done. He hands over the money, and with that, uh, he buys the land, wherever the land may be. Uh, that exchange depends if he gave all the money, if he didn't give all the money, different discussion, uh, but the money acquires the land. Besides four, there, there's other, there might be other exceptions, but bes- in, besides for the certain places, which might be the case in today's society, that we need there to be a contract. The exchange of money won't be good enough. Something has to exchange. Come, There's got to be another exchange. and uh, uh, It's got to be a contract. A shtal. A proof, not even a proof, a rather a document stating that this land was uh, was sold in past tense to uh, so-and-so. Um, and only until a shtal was written... It does the does the uh, acquisition finalize? So when someone's trying to person purchase a piece of land, since the minhag is that we a person would require a shtal, he needs a document. The money that he would give for this piece of land will not complete this purchase of the land. Similarly, uh, but for a different reason. With mitaltelim, which means all movable items, uh, anything that's not land, is under the category of mitaltelim, and mitaltelim are not bought with money. Meaning to say that if a person gives money for uh, his uh, he's buying a dining room set. He's buying a computer. He's buying, um, he's, he's buying, he's whatever. He's buying food, and he gives the money over to the person selling it. The item which is in discussion has not has not tra- uh, transferred over ownership yet. Even though that, from according to the Torah, once a person has given the money. Ownership has changed. He gave money. Now the book belongs to me. I bought the book. No matter where the book is, and I don't need to do anything. But Chachamim established that that is not enough, and a person needs to do a kinyan. A person needs to do agbaha, or he needs to do mishicha, depending on what the items are. Agbaha, you need to lift it. So a person is buying food, you would need to lift. Whatever the food is, he gave the money, he needs to lift it, and by lifting it, now it is his. He needs to do the kinyan. However, so as we said, those, according to the Torah, paying the money makes it his. Makes the item his. Chachamim said that's not true anymore. The money exchange hands, that's beautiful. But the item has not changed ownership. And it still belongs to the original owner. Oh, so now what happens? Guy's gonna pay money. He's gonna give it, and the guy has to deliver it. He ordered something, he has to deliver it. In the meantime, this guy found 
uh, another deal, um, or this item went up in price, or this item went down in price, and one of the parties in this deal, the seller or the buyer, want to pull out of the deal. The buyer says, listen, give me my money back, I'm not interested. The seller says, listen, here's your money. I'm not giving you the item. It just got, the price just shot up on this. Uh, I'll be crazy to give it to you at this price right now. Um, you know, when I, 10 hours ago when I sold it to you, whatever the story is, I thought it was gonna be a, it was gonna be a lower price and right now, take a look, you can't get it for, you know, it's not, we're not even close. So either give or either pay me the difference or take back your money. Here's your money. Uh, that would cause issues. Chamim said that once money has transferred, if somebody wants to undo this transaction, he has to accept upon himself a curse. In the Gemara, we have a machloket whether this curse is actually said and spoken towards this person or it's just a concept that he's cursed and the halacha is that we tell it to the person in Shulchan Aruch in Sif Dalet Reish Dalet Sif Dalet brings down the Nusach of the text of this curse Mi Shepara Me'anshe Dohamabul whoever paid back the generation of the Mabul, the people of the Mabul. Palaga, and from the generation, the people in the generation of the tower by Nimrod. Sedom and from the from the people of Sedom Vamora where Lot was was dwelling and he was saved from. Avraham Avinu prayed for them. If there's forty nine, if there's forty. If there's 50, if there's, if there's 40, if there's... And he went down to 45. And the, from the one who paid back, who paid back for the bad, for the evil that the Mitzrayim did, that they drowned the babies, and therefore he drowned them in Yamsuf. Who he will pay back from the one who is not, who does not, someone who doesn't stand by his word. There was a price, money exchanged hands, and now you want to change your mind? Who will repay the one who doesn't? And it has to be that the guy understands, we don't direct, Betadin, Shulchan Aruch says, that Betadin, does not direct the curse and say from you. But it says from one who doesn't keep to his word. And the person has to understand that he will be included in that, in that category of someone who does not keep his word. The Ramah argues, the Ramah has an opinion that the Betadin has to direct the curse and say from you. You, if you don't keep to your word, if you don't, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will pay you back. Like that. However, according to the Shulchan Aruch, we don't, 
we don't direct it at him, but we general, say it in a general, as a general statement, and the person should know and understand, though, that he would be in that, uh, group of people that, uh, unfortunately, if they don't keep their word. And if he accepts this, and he still says, nevertheless, I'm willing to take the loss, I'm not willing to take the loss, I gotta return the money, then he could do so, he could return it, and the deal would be off, he could return his money, but he's gonna be under the Tzmishi Of course, nobody in his right mind will wanna to go to Betadin and accept such a thing upon himself. At least we hope not. A few different cases where we can have such a case of Mishi Or cases that we want of Mishi a guy gave all his, paid, paid the entire bill on this thing and he's waiting for the item. And he heard that there is, there might be a recall. There might be a recall on this item. He is worried. And we're talking about in a scenario where he's not going to be able to get his money back, whatever it is. There's a problem. He says, listen, he tells the, Seller, I need my money back now. I'm not waiting. That is a machloket between the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah. According to the Shulchan Aruch, he may not ask for his money back as a buyer, even though he might have a loss, a complete loss. He cannot change back. According to the Ramah, though, he can. We have the Shulchan Aruch and Svaradim, we cannot uh, change for a, for a potential total loss. How about if the guy is, has a potential partial loss? Even if it's 99%, unless it's a complete, complete loss, the Racha is both according to the Shulchan Aruch and according to the Ramah, is that we do not allow him to ask for his money back. And if he would, he will be under the category of this Mishipara. There is a scenario that the Shulchan Aruch does agree that someone who already had a loss, so for example, he paid the money, and something happened to the item itself, it was in a fire, uh, it was a total loss, and there's nothing to do with it, and it's gone. In that case, he can demand for his money back, and the guy can't say, listen, you paid for the money, it was yours, <laughs> it's done, it's gone, or I'll give you a new one. The guy can say, give me that one we spoke, or I want my money back, and being that he cannot give him the one that we discussed, he will have to get his money back. And in that case, there will not be Mishe Para at all, according to the Shulchan Aruch, and that will be the case. Let's say there was no money exchanged. There was an agreement, they came to terms, and they didn't write it down. They didn't write it down, they just spoke There was no collateral. They didn't shake hands. Nothing. Only they spoke and they agreed 
And he said, you have my word. You don't have... And based on that, they left it. And I'm coming tomorrow and I'm going to buy it. Coming tomorrow and I'm going to sell it to you. In that case, there was no money exchanged. Being that there was no money exchanged, the person may may go back. However, if he does go back, he's under the category of mechusal amana, which means chachamim don't appreciate him going back. And therefore, we would, somebody would ask, well, Tom, don't go back, because you will be under the, under the, uh, category of en menu, which means the chachamim are not happy with him. And he's under the category mechusar amana, he is not a trustworthy person, and therefore a person should refrain from doing so. So therefore, if a person, let's say, um, he made, he made up an agreement with somebody, he's gonna do a job for him, and then he says, listen, I'm just not showing up. I can't. Um, and not, we're not talking about if I, I can't, I don't wanna do it. I, I changed my mind, I don't wanna do it. In that scenario, he's gonna be considered a mechusar amana, he's not, he's not a trustworthy person. However, we have a scenario in which there's a machloket amongst the poskim and the rishonim. And that is if there is a new price. They agreed on a specific price. They're buying, he's coming to buy something, he's agreeing on a, a specific price. And a new price entered the market. Something new he didn't know about it. Or he just found out about it. He says, the buyer or the seller. The seller realized he can sell for much more. Can make a lot more money. The price went up. And, or the seller or the buyer realized that he can go get the same exact item for much cheaper. Now, there's a machloket. The Bet Yosef brings down, the tour and the tour brings down the Baal Hama'o. Who says that the concept of mechusara mana being not trustworthy is only if the guy backs out of the deal when it's the exact same price? Why aren't you buying it? Ah, I'm not interested. I realize I don't want it anymore. But we made up. You're gonna buy it. Nah, yeah, I don't want to buy it. Such a guy is on the mechusara mana. However, if the guy says, "Listen, match that price." I just got another price, a crazy price offer. I want to buy it that's so much cheaper. Or the guy says, listen, I got an offer for so much more money right now. I know I agreed with you, and I really was going to sell it to you. But I, I can't refuse an offer. The guy is offering so much more. What am I supposed to do? Are you willing to pay that? If you're not willing to pay that, I want to sell it to the other guy. I don't want to take such a, you know, I can make so much more money over here. In such a scenario, says the Baal he's not Mahusar Amana. He's not, he doesn't, he loses his trust. However, that is a Machloket. Talmidei Arashba brought down in the Bet Yosef, the students of the Rashba, come from the Gemara in Masechet Bava Metziah, where the concept of Mahusar Amana is taught. The Gemara, says as follows.
איתמר, רב. איתמר דברים, רב אמר אין בהם משום מחוסרי אמנה. רב says that words, there is no מחוסר אמנה. Meaning to say, exact opposite of what we're discussing right now. In general, somebody speak, they came with an agreement, there was no other, no shaking of hands, there was no writing, the guy didn't write on anything, they didn't simply... They didn't set it aside specifically for this guy with a, with a mark that it, with his initials or something like that. Or uh, they didn't, there was no money exchanged, there was no collateral, none of that. There's no mechusar amana. Rabbi Yohanan Amer, yesh vemishu mechusar amana. That's, there is mechusar amana. That's the halacha, it's like Rabbi Yohanan. The Gemara asks on Rav, מטיבי רבי יוסה ברבי יהודה אומר, רבי יוסה, השר רבי יהודה says, מה תלמוד לומר? What does the פסוק try to tell us? The פסוק in ויקרא. It says, הין צדק. It says, הין צדק ויפה צדק. So he says, Hin is included in Eifat, in Eifat Tzedek. So what is the Pasuk telling me, adding by saying Hin Tzedek? Meaning to say these are different measurements, and they should be exact measurements. So why does the Pasuk have to tell me this measurement and that measurement? I understand that the measurements have to be exact. So he says, אלא לומר לך, שיהיה הן שלך צדק, ולאו שלך צדק. That when you say yes, it's going to be true. I want to buy it. I want to sell it. ולאו שלך, I don't. צדק, also true. I don't. I don't want to buy it. I don't want to sell it. So it's a question on Rav. We have a pasuk that is coming to tell us that a person has to be honest with his words. And if he changes his mind, he's a ganga gets a Torah. Abaye, Amar Abaye, Abaye comes to answer the opinion of Rav. We don't hold like Rav, we hold like Rav Yohanan. person has to be, if he doesn't keep to his word. Amar Abaye, Hahu, that Hin Tzedek, that extra, seemingly extra Pasuk, He's coming to tell us that a person should not speak and have, say something with his mouth and have intention with his heart something else, which means he's going to say, yeah, I want to sell it to you. And at the same time, he's really thinking, well, maybe I don't really want to sell it. And I'm going to continue looking for somebody else to buy it. Maybe I'm going to get a better price. That person is going against the Torah that says Hin Tzedek. He's transgressing. Also, if a buyer says, yeah, I want to buy this, I'm going to buy this, and he agrees, and he says, this is the price, and in his head, he is thinking that he wants 
to go and continue searching somewhere else and maybe he's going to get a cheaper price. His heen is not tzedek. His words are not true because he's thinking something at the same time, something else. However, Rashi gives it a little bit of a different explanation than what we just said. And the Talmidea Rashba learned something from this Rashi. Rashi writes like this, Bisha'ashahu omer hadibu lo yehe bedato leshanot. At the time that he wants, that he's coming and he's discussing with this guy and he says, I want to buy it or I want to sell it, he should not have in mind in his intention to not do so. Aval. If after some time passed after they had an agreement, the price changed up. It went up. The buyer or the seller wants to cancel. It went down. The buyer wants to cancel. And then he wants to change his mind. And can chisron amana. So Rashi says Abai is coming to answer for Rav. And he says the Pasuk is discussing whether or not you want to change your mind at the time that you're having this discussion. However, if you didn't have in mind and the price changed, you're not mechusar amana. That's according to Rav. Now, if we take Rabbi Yochanan that argues on Rav, and he says, Devarim yesh be mishum chisaron ki, mishum chisaron amana. So according to Rabbi Yochanan, who we hold like, he's arguing on Rav, and when the price changed, even when the price changed, he's going to be considered mechusar amana. So Tamidah Rashba say Rashi learns the way he Rashi explains this Gemara is that even if the price changes is there's going to be Mikhusaramana. The Betusev brings a bunch of opinions back and forth. The Betusev himself concludes that the Gemara actually seems the more Pashut Pshat is that there is mechusar amana even if the price changes. He brings a proof for it. What about the opinion that says Nazi has an answer for that? He brings an answer. But in Shulchan Aruch, Marana Shulchan Aruch brings down a quote of the Rambam. Word for word from the Rambam. The Rambam is and the Rambam didn't differentiate at all. He never discussed if the price changes. But nor did he exclude it from this halakha. Now, 
Not the Rav Magid and the, and the Rambam make a comment about it. Although the Rav Magid brings down two opinions and he agrees that the halacha is that even if the price changes, I found another price. I want to. I don't want to buy it. I don't want to buy it. He's still considered mechusar abana. But he doesn't say anything what the Rambam holds. And bet Yosef, there's no mention what the Rambam holds. Comes along the Sma, and he says, the Shulchan Aruch, who quoted the Rambam, and the Rambam, who didn't differentiate, the reason is, is because they hold that there is no difference. And if somebody wants to change his mind, there was no money exchanged. They agreed verbally. And they want to change his mind, even though there's another price, not the buyer, not the seller can do so, because if he does, he's a mehusar He can do it, it's his right. But he's not, Chachamim are not happy with such a person, therefore, it is forbidden. person cannot do that. person can demand you not, don't be chuzer, I don't want you to do that. However... At the end of the Siman, in, in the Siman Rej Dalet, if Yud Aleph all the way at the end, the Ramah brings down a Machloket. He brings down both opinions. And the Ramah concludes that it seems that the Halacha is exactly like we, the Sma derived out of the Shulchan Aruch, that even if the price cha- is a different price and it changes, a person cannot change his mind and he's considered Mechusar Amana. For example, a guy made up an agreement to get a job with somebody. Or to give somebody a job. To give somebody a job. And he found somebody who could do the job for less. And he wants to give him that job. In certain scenarios, the guy is considered a mehusar amana if he does so. If he does so, he considered a mehusar amana. The, ba, the, the shach brings down that the bah is misupak la'alacha. He has a safik what la'alacha is. And the ge'ol mivinna, the imbi'ur agra, brings that the Yerushalmi seems like it's leaning towards the opinion of that it is okay, like the ba'alama'ol, it, okay, it is not mechusar amana when there's two prices. Therefore, Ashkenazim are lenient. They found a better price. They can back out of the deal. However, us Sephardim, Sephardim have to be careful that their word, they cannot back out of it unless, unless it is a big, big price difference. Not just ah, a few dollars. Not just, it's gotta be a a dramatic price difference. Something that's very, very different. In that scenario, it's brought down in the name of the Shut Shevet Halevi. I saw it in in a sefer uh, in the name that that Rav Shlomo Zafrani, Dayan in Eretz Abedin in Eretz Israel, and he bring that he brought this down that we could uh, Sfaradim can rely on the Shevet Halevi if there is a huge price difference, if there is a great price difference. That Sephardim can rely on this. However, of course, they should ask a Chacham if the price difference that they believe is a great price difference is really, uh, so. And it's not something that it's, uh, just, uh, a personal opinion. 
and uh, therefore a person should be very, very careful from these inyanim and uh, be be honest in, in all his in all his dealings. And bezat Hashem, a person will only see uh, good things from being honest and keeping to the Torah and its rules.